Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier. And we are not experts. No, we are not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we are not experts. We're just podcast hosts. We do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. And if you would like to reach us, our voicemail and text message number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can chat with other Forever 35 listeners on our Facebook group where the password is serums. That's at facebook.com slash group slash forever 35 podcast. There's also a Forever 35 subreddit 
that is getting more and more active. So head over to reddit.com slash r slash forever 35 if you want to chit chat over there. And links to everything we mentioned on the show are always on our website, forever35podcast.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at forever35pod and on Instagram at forever35podcast. And that's all we have to say about that. Also, just a reminder that we are doing office hours. Um, We are prioritizing people who have podcast questions. So if that is you, please fill out the form that is in the show notes. You know, I I do want to note that you had just a touch of a Boston accent. Oh, really? If you want to chat with us. (laughs) Chit-chat? Chat. I really like it. Chit-chat? Yeah, the way you say chat is just like a beautiful, drawn-out Boston way of saying chat. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I thank you so much, Kate. (laughs) Made me homesick. Uh, uh. Speaking of homesickness, last night at dinner, Anthony and I played our children The Twelve Pains of Christmas. You know that hit song. No, I don't. You don't know The Twelve Pains of Christmas? The Twelve Things at Christmas that are such a pain to me? Kate, what? I'm Jewish. <laughs> yeah, but Dory, this was on the radio no matter what religion I, you are. I, I disagree. <laughs> Hold on. This is going to rot. What? You don't know the 12 pains of Christmas? No, Kate. I am a Jew. I did not grow up with Christmas. We did not listen to Christmas music on the radio. In fact, I believe we usually changed the station when it came on. Wow. Well, that makes sense. So you didn't listen to like Oldies 103 Christmas, huh? No, no. No, we did not. (laughs) Wow. It's always so funny when like... When dumb non-Jewish people. I'm not saying dumb. I'm just saying like people who are not Jewish or people who are Christian, I'll just say just like everything is, I think they just assume that, that like people who are not Christian are familiar with some of the cultural trappings of Christmas. But you know what? A lot of us really aren't like, we don't know. I mean, I'll speak for myself. I don't know. I didn't know. And I still don't kind of know. And like, my husband does this too. And I'm like, I didn't grow up with Christmas. I'm sorry that I (laughs) approach this from such a place of of ignorance and of like blind, you know, like. Listen, I'm just checking your Christmas privilege. Okay. (laughs) You should. But this is a very specific Boston reference, which is why, (sighs) why I thought you might know it. Wow. No, I don't. Okay. I don't well, know it. it's a song that I believe a DJ out of WAAF in Boston created in the 80s. It's the 12 Pains of Christmas. Uh, I'll send you a link and it'll obviously be on our show notes for anyone who doesn't know what it is, which is probably everyone. And maybe I should just cut this whole section of this podcast. <laughs> It's okay. I'm just feeling like, especially, I've just been feeling not like salty, but a little bit like, I just don't like, I don't know these Christmas traditions. I think this is more like displaced annoyance at my husband. I'm not annoyed at you. Because he just like assumes that I know things about well, how to celebrate Christmas. And I'm just like, 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is this is Christmas privilege because I did just assume, even though I fully know that you are a practicing Jew, that you would know that you would sit and listen to Christmas carols on the radio. Like I literally, oh, hell no. <laughs> So why would I do that? I don't. This is the privilege. This is the Christmas privilege. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I just, it's just where you assume everyone's doing the thing you're doing. Right. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. I'm really having a learning moment today. I had a friend in elementary school whose mother, like, she could not wrap her head around the fact that we did not have a Christmas tree. Like, it just, she just could not comprehend it, and. And I was like, we're not Christian. <laughs> and she would be like, well, um, you know, then she would give me the whole like Christmas trees aren't, they're pagan. I don't know. She had a whole thing. And I was like, they are a Christian. It is a symbol of Christmas. <laughs> so this is, I, this is like 11 year old me explaining oh, to my friend's mom. Like, but you should never be in that place. Be put no. In that place. But also that's that's like her discomfort with the fact that someone isn't doing the thing that she's doing. That's all that totally, is. Totally, totally, totally. Like, I doubt she was a practicing pagan. No, no, no. And they weren't especially religious either. Like they weren't super Christian. But that was the thing. They weren't super Christian. Like they were like, Well, we're not super Christian. Everyone has a Christmas tree. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, you can still learn a lot as an adult. Yeah, it's true. And I, I'm sorry you've been feeling salty with your husband, but I have to say that it seems it seems justified because I'm now feeling like you're like I am your husband in this situation. <laughs> and. I would feel salty were I you. I would feel salty at me, actually. It's not it's not salty. I should I should say it's not salty. It's more just like like you people have no understanding <laughs> of like the amount that I don't know about the, the rituals and traditions of Christmas. That's it. Fair. That's all. And nor nor should you ever have to learn, Dory. Well, I do have to learn because my husband is Christian oh, and celebrates Christmas and loves Christmas. But like, I, I'm not out here trying to like, like make Christmas magic. I wouldn't even know where to start. You know what I mean? So that's a little weird. Like, I feel like moms are often like the Christmas magic makers. That's what Ooh. I've gleaned from. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's really interesting. Yes. Well, because emotional labor often falls on. Yes. In, exactly. in heterosexual partnerships. Yes. It often falls on the woman. And so often it would fall on the woman to make the Christmas magic. But what you're saying is that right. you don't even know how to do that. No, I'm saying if like, you nor, want nor Christmas you want magic. To. Yeah. If I'm saying, I'm saying, look, I, I enjoy Christmas as a holiday. Now that I celebrate it with my husband, it is a lovely holiday. But don't expect me to to know what to do. And also, if you want Christmas magic, make it yourself. I love this. <laughs> and also, while I'm at it, yeah. like, the thing that, that really gets my goat is the assumptions that I'm just going to, like, magically know what to do on Christmas, <laughs> like, on Christmas morning. Like, on Christmas morning, I'm like... 
oh, people open presents on Christmas morning. But like, that's it. That's all I know. And But then it's like, well, some people open presents on Christmas Eve. Well, some people open like, it, and I'm just like, I don't know the nuances of like, <laughs> who opens the presents from Santa on Christmas morning versus, you know, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know what you what you're supposed to do after you open Christmas presents on Christmas. But look, I like a Christmas tree. I like decorating a Christmas tree. Stockings are very cozy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, look, <sighs> speaking of making Christmas magic, this is not going to be a good segue, but I, I'm still, I still think there is some segue here because I like to light a candle around Christmas time. My house, I'm, I was actually just kind of unloading all our holiday decor and it's a lot of candles. It's a lot of candles. See, like, how, I don't even know, like, what, what is holiday decor? <laughs> like, how do, I don't know how to decorate my house for Christmas. Anyway, sorry. I'm like hijacking everything you say and it's rude. Please go on. <laughs> I don't think it is rude. I think it's an interesting conversation to have. Okay. And I think it's interesting because like in a in last week's main episode, I talked about how like I, my intention was to do my like holiday decorating, which actually like really has brought me with filled with filled me with a lot of joy and feels very much like a necessary self care act in this time of like, everything is feeling really sad to kind totally. of cover my house and twinkle lights has felt really good. Totally. Totally. But anyway, part of that is de- decorative candles. Yes. And you, you have, love a candle. I do love a candle. And you have a waxy soapbox that you want to step upon. I mean, I've already gotten on one soapbox today. How many soapboxes can I get on in one episode? I do like, I do like there's just like a trail, like a ladder of soapboxes that you can just keep climbing on. I know. Ugh, I'm so tired of myself. Okay. Here's my question for everyone. Does anyone else save their quote unquote fancy candles and then like never burn them? Yes. Because, okay, I'm glad I'm not alone in this because I, I don't, I don't buy many fancy candles, but I feel like a fancy candle is like often a gift from people, especially people who don't like know you super well. It's always like a safe bet to get someone a fancy candle. Mm-hmm. I love a fancy And I love candle. a fancy, I mean, I've given many fancy candles. I love fancy candles. What do we mean something- by a fancy candle? Like we're talking a diptyque? I think any candle that costs more than mm, $15. 40, I was going to oh. say $40 is a fancy candle. We have different levels of fancy. Wait, what did you say? 50? I, I said 15. Oh, 15. I think 40, I think $40 is like a fancy candle. I would say more than like 15 to 40 is like mid range fancy to me. And then like less than less 10 or under is like, like reasonable. And then we get into the like Byredo candles of the world. Yes. Which are, you can, they're like, uh, you could buy a tiny one for 45, but then you could get into the 85, into the big, the big ones get like in the couple hundreds. Yeah. I mean, it, you can, you can really go really pretty nuts with, with candles. Right. Like you could buy like a Gucci candle. Totally. So, presumably. okay. So the, the reason I was thinking about this is because I'm finally burning the DS and Durga 
wild Brooklyn lavender candle. And Dias and Durga is a pretty fancy <laughs> um, brand that does perfume and candles. They do a lot of scents. They have it's a really a, nice hand sanitizer. It's a couple. It's like a husband and wife team in yeah, Brooklyn. Who they're make very like, cool. Yeah, they make sexy smells. Yeah. So they sent us some stuff, which like Kate and I are both obsessed with. And their stuff is pricey. It's not Byredo pricey, but it's pricey. Like this candle that I'm burning costs $65, which is not... I would not buy myself a $65 candle. Mm -hmm. So I've had this candle sitting here and like it smells amazing, but I've been like, mm, can't burn it. I've got to save it. Got to save the candle. And then finally today, I was like, why the fuck am I saving this candle? And what am I saving it for? Like... <laughs> Who cares? Burn the candle. So I'm burning the candle. It smells so good. I'm just like, I'm so happy that I that I lit this candle. And so the soapbox that I'm on is that I just think people should use the things they've been saving. Burn the fancy candle. Drink the expensive bottle of wine. Take the bath with that fancy bath bomb you got as a gift like three years ago. You know that one? Yes, I do. I actually I got a you, box I know of you them. have one. Yeah, yeah, I do. I know you do. I know you do. Do all the things. Like, life is short. We're in a pandemic. Just, just burn the fancy candle. That's all well, I'm saying. I have two thoughts. Listening to you talk... Well, I also have a hard time burning the fancy candle. And it kind of reminds me of my grandmother and like the community of homes that she lived in, which was like, uh, you know, a middle class Italian American neighborhood. And there was a lot of plastic covered furniture, like a sofa mm -hmm. in, a, in, in a plastic set mm -hmm. to, to protect the nice thing from, from essentially being yes. used. But I think a lot of that stems from you know, at, at like access and experience and like, so it's, it's hard to, when you have something that is quote unquote nice to then not like destroy it, but you, you know what I mean? Like there's that kind I do. of, but I wanted to, I wanted to share something. Cause what, when you, when I was, when you were talking about this, it reminded me of a post that I read recently that I really, really, really loved um, on Instagram. I follow Rebecca Wolf. She's a writer and a, a, a blogger and she lost her husband I think about two years ago um, and has written extensively about it on her Instagram, which is Rebecca Wolf and that her wolf has three O's, but she wrote a really beautiful post about drinking this bottle of Don Perignon that her husband had been gifted on his birthday that he had been saving. And then, you know, he, and he passed away of pancreatic cancer, which was uh, same cancer mm. that my, my mom had. And she drank the, she, she finally got the champagne out and drank it um, after Biden was elected. And so she said at the end of the post, it says, don't wait to open the good champagne. And if whatever reason you have been waiting, now is a great time to pop that shit for obvious reasons, but also because you're alive and you can. I thought that was really mm. beautiful. So it reminded me of what you're saying. So we'll share a link to that. Read the, read the whole post. Mm. It's really lovely and a, a lovely, lovely thoughts on, on her husband and you know why wait why wait yeah so yeah. burn the candle burn the candle all right well dory i think <sighs> i think we should take a nice little break here i do i need a break cleanse our palettes <laughs> 
<laughs> you can climb off your soap boxes. Oh, thank God. I might need some help getting down. <laughs> I'll help you. I'm tall. I can, I can help you get down. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um, when we come back, we're going to hear from listeners about uh, celebrating this holiday season for many in, uh, in a pandemic, in a global pandemic. All right. Be right back. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons 
from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right, we are back. For the Thanksgiving portion of the pod. Mm, Here we are. Mm. 
So um, uh, a listener had written in asking, how to do the holidays when they are just very different this year? And also we should say Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving, because our Canadian friends have already celebrated their Thanksgiving. Great point, Kate. Hello, Canadian friends. That's all. (laughs) That's all. (sighs) Sure do miss Canada. A year ago, I was in Canada. I remember that. I was going to shoppers, buying all the French and Canadian skincare products I could. And now it was snowing in Toronto. And now here I am. Anyway, memories. I miss you all. Mems. Mems. All right. So someone wrote us and they said, Hi, Kate and Dory. In 2016, I spent my first Christmas away from my family as I was an Aussie living in the UK. I had a super festive longtime friend visiting, but she went down and out with food poisoning on on the 23rd of December, meaning we had to cancel all our Christmassy plans. My husband is Muslim, so has only been celebrating this holiday the last few years since we met. Christmas Eve was grim AF, seeing people go off to be with family and friends and knowing I was missing out. That night, my husband and I accidentally started our own tradition of lentil and mushroom bolognese, Prosecco, and watching all the Christmas episodes of The Office. U.S. version, OBS. 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 Don't worry. I settled my poorly, my poorly, poorly friend, my poorly feeling friend with ginger tea and oat cakes. It was so nice. It actually felt great to do our own thing. This year, while the state borders in Australia could be open to travel to my family for Christmas, we made the risk-averse decision to stay home in Melbourne. And while I am so disappointed and wish things were different, I'm excited to return to our little tradition and enjoy the simplicity of a Christmas in my own home. Mm. Hope this is of something of comfort to the listener. I really hope they'll find something unexpected that they love about Thanksgiving with their own little family this year, sending big sunny love from Melbourne. Oh, my only problem with this is that they chose the U.S. office over the British office. <laughs> and they were in the U.K. at the time. Oh, my gosh. You, sorry. This is a nitpick. Look, listen, I, so love, I love everything you have to say, but I just I personally am drawn to the British office for a holiday, for a holiday watch. I mean, I get it. I get it. All right. Uh, Dory, you want to take it yes. away? Yes. I would love to. Hi, Kate and Dory. Love the show. It's been my constant walking companion for years. I heard your latest episode. A listener was asking for Thanksgiving recommendations given the weirdness of this year and wanted to write in. I live alone in SF and won't be going to visit my parents in North Carolina and vice versa. So this year is going to be very weird for me too. Alone on Thanksgiving, never done it. I decided to reframe the narrative and use this year as a way to show my local friends and coworkers how much they mean to me. I love baking pies. In fact, in 2019, I set a goal to make a pie a week. Ended up making 57 and it was glorious. I realized in addition to my family, I'd really miss baking on Thanksgiving. So I reached out to all my local friends and coworkers who normally I wouldn't see during this time and told them I'd love to bake a pie. Like I'd love to bake them a pie. I gave everyone three choices and told them they'd pick up the pies for me in a socially distant manner on a specific day of Thanksgiving week. This practice has brought me so much joy. 
I've loved seeing people's reactions to the offer, and I'm now plotting and planning a way on my pies. This anticipation for the future is something I've really missed, and this activity is a great way to get it back. Additionally, Thanksgiving is about being thankful, and I believe my pie gift is really showing those in my life who live locally how grateful I am for them this year. I realize not everyone bakes, but I encourage fellow listeners to think through what can you do to engage with friends and coworkers who you normally don't talk to during this time? Are there things you can give them, ways to catch up? It could be a fun new tradition. Oh, I this love is this. so nice. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine baking 57 pies? I can't, except that I've been like I've been making challah every week. Oh my gosh. Have we talked about how I got your challah? No, like, we have we talked about it on a podcast? Okay, no, I'm gonna I let's wait, save it to the we? next one. Have I don't think we? so. Don't think no. Okay, spoiler alert: Dory and I finally <laughs> saw each other in person at my home, and she brought me one of her home baked challah breads. It was so good. It was like beyond good. My kids, I ate half of it like before my family, and then my kids, <laughs> my kids ate the rest, and then they saved like. I would say like a three inch tiny piece for my husband. <laughs> like, we, sa- we saved him some and it was literally like a, a bite. It was so Oh my anyway, God. We'll talk we'll talk more about that later. But I thought this was a really such a beautiful act of service. I loved this so much. What can you do to engage with friends and coworkers who you normally yeah. don't talk to during this time? All right, I will think about that. Me too. I mean, I already engage with my coworker a lot, so I don't you feel mean, like I need to like no. really go above and beyond. I don't need any pies from you, but maybe we <laughs> we could bring Sammy and Sam some pies. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. <sighs> All right. Another suggestion that was really great in uh, left to us in a voicemail. Hi, this is Megan calling from Minnesota, and I'm calling right away because I heard the uh, listener call in about Thanksgiving and feeling, you know, weird about it being just family and two little kids. We're in the same position so many other people are. Um, but the thing that I would suggest that we are going to do, of course, it's a year where, sorry, where there's so many local businesses and restaurants that have been struggling. Um, and there are many of them in our area are offering Thanksgiving meals to be ordered. And so we are going to order um, the most daunting parts of our meal and only the parts that we like. For instance, I don't usually like a lot of the side dishes on Thanksgiving, but I like turkey. So we're ordering the turkey. We're going to make some of our own sides. Um, but I think it's a great opportunity to support local businesses, give them some love this time of year. Um, and, you know, if that means that you can enjoy a glass of wine and put your feet up and just turn the TV on. like. Turn the TV on for the kids. Just make it fun for them. Make it memorable. But make it memorable because you said yes today. And make it easy on yourself. Um, thanks for everything you guys do. Love the show. Bye. Love that. Yeah. And as we get into gift giving season, I love this in terms of purchasing as local as you can, when you can for, for gifts for people too. Yeah. Hmm. Well, mm. should All right. we read this last text? Last, last one. Last one here. 
I admit I have the weird privilege of being the child of an abusive narcissist, making it very easy to choose not to spend holidays with my family. For holidays, I rebel. I do all the things I want to do with no family influence. White glitter tree? Okay. Casserole turkey breast or just stovetop stuffing? Okay. Christmas romance movies with beers and malort? No one's going to say shit about your drinking or lack of doctor husband. I only make my fave dishes in small sizes. I read books by the glow of twinkly lights. I usually see friends and bring them baked goods, but Chicago is getting worse. So I will stay home and be morally obligated to eat all the cookies. Mm. Amen. Holiday rebel. Love that. All right. Well, thank you so much for weighing in. We got a lot of people talking to us about the holidays. We'll keep chatting about it as we get into the season. We sure will. But for now, we're going to take another break. We are. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crepiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. All 
All right, we have returned with a message for me. For you. It reads, can Dory walk us through her hula recipe? Would love to hear about it. It would be so calming. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, okay, here's the thing. I can lay no claim to it being my hala recipe because it's really Smitten Kitchen's hala recipe. Mm. Um, it is her best hala recipe, and we will link to it in the show notes. But And she adapted it from Joan Nathan, who is kind of the grand dame of Jewish cooking. Mm. I do tweak it a little bit from the Smitten Kitchen recipe. It's a very little bit because the first time I made it, I was like, you know what? This challah needs a titch more salt. Oh. So, yeah. So she, in her recipe, she calls for one tablespoon of table salt. I have upped it to a tablespoon and a half. And is it the flavor? Is it that what you're looking for? A salty flavor? I mean, I don't think my challah tastes salty. No, in fact, I found it to be sweet. Yeah. So I do think just a little bit more salt really brings out the flavor. Mm. The other thing I will say is in the part where you're adding the flour to make the dough, you really want to make sure that every cup or however much you're adding at a time, um, that you really get it, like you really integrate it with the rest of the dough because you don't want to put too much flour in, but you also don't want to have the dough be too wet. So the recipe calls for eight to eight and a half cups of all-purpose flour. I feel like I usually use between seven and a half and eight. And that seems to be the sweet spot for me. Oh, the third thing I will say, sorry, it turns out I do have a lot to say. Um, So the, the, the bread does three rises. You do one rise, just like with a mound of dough, then you punch it down and you let it rise again. And then after you braid it, you do another rise. So what I have found, I think that when you do the first and second, when you do the first rise in the fridge overnight, I think that gives it a better flavor and rise in my professional, non-professional opinion. So what I do is what I've been doing lately is I've been making the dough on Thursday night, putting it in the fridge to rise. When I get up in the morning, I punch it down and then I cover it again and I let it rise outside of the fridge for the second rise. And I, and they, she says to let it, she says to let it rise for another half hour. I let it go for like an hour ish, maybe a little more because it's been in the fridge. So it's like not at room temp. And then, and then I do the braiding and then I do the, the, the next rise. Um, the other thing is with this recipe is if you, if you, if you make a challah with the whole recipe, it's enormous. I've even found that dividing it in half and making two challahs from this recipe is still you're going to get a, a substantial, a nice size challah. 
So last week I divided it in three and I found that they were a little small. So I think I'm going to go back to two. Well, look at that. Yep. Okay. But, but have, did you try making one from the recipe at first? Like, did you make one enormous one? I made a round one with the recipe. I think it says yield two loaves. So maybe, I, maybe I'm making that up. Maybe I didn't actually make one with the, with the whole recipe. They always did too. Now I don't remember, but I feel like there have been a couple of weeks where the collas have been very large, and I've been like, "Oh, this is a large collar." <laughs> but like, it always gets eaten. I would guess it does. It does get eaten. It does. I mean, that thing yeah. was inhaled in my home. Wow, that that really makes me happy. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I feel would... like your kids are sometimes kind of picky. So if they liked it, oh, they're so picky. And they were like, "Please tell Dory to make us more challah bread." <laughs> She has other things to do. I mean, but do I? No, I mean, I guess I do. And I and we we used to get a challah almost every week from a local bakery, and this was like infinitely better. So I just want to really give wow kudos to you. Wow. Yep. 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 Um, I mean, I was saying this could be my my next side hustle that I will get bored with in two weeks. It could, but I also feel like you could just, you know, save it as a thing that you do, like the pie maker. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't need to be monetized or turn into a pressureful situation. That's not a word, pressureful, but you know what I mean. High pressure. Yeah. 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 It should just be a thing that you do with love and passion. Well, maybe you were tasting the passion in the loaf. I might be. It's like in the book, like Water for Chocolate, where like the tears <laughs> get in the food and uh, I'm tasting yep. your love. That's me. <laughs> <sighs> uh, wow. This has been a really, a really holiday themed episode. Um, yeah, it has been. It has been. And we should tell people that our episode on Monday is going to be our now annual gift guide episode. And then the rest of next week, we will be doing uh, reruns of a couple of our favorite episodes. Yes, we're going to take a little kind of mini break. Yep. Do, I don't know, to do what? I don't know, technically have a holiday, but you know, do whatever we want. As yep. listeners have said, do whatever we want, but there will be pie involved at my house at least. Oh, for sure. Same, same, same. And oh, I should mention, Dory, our activity yes. or, of the week is to is to reach out to someone in your life and let them know why they mean a lot to you. Oh, no matter who it is, that's so nice. Well, I'm inspired. gonna I'm gonna say a second activity is light the fancy candle. Oh, for sure, <laughs> light all the fancy candles, drink the fancy champagne, wear uh, the fancy thing that you'd never wear. Like I have yes, a, I have a dress in my closet that I worn once to my friend's wedding and I've never touched it since. Mm. Maybe I've worn it twice. I got to wear it. I'm going to just randomly put it on. My family is going to be like, what's going on? I know. Maybe I'll do that too. You and I show up to, to our families, our, like tiny Thanksgiving dinners, really dressed up. Everyone else is in yeah. like, their cozy clothes. They'll be like, We're burning what? our fancy candles. <laughs> <sighs> All right, everyone. 
talk to you in a few days. Kate, it's been a pleasure. It has, Dory. It has. Take care. All right. Bye.